They said it was forbidden. They said it was dangerous. They were right. Introducing the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual. Dive into the arcane, into the hidden corners of the occult. This isn't just a comic. It's a hidden tome of supernatural power. All original artwork illustrating the groundbreaking research of Juan Ayala, one of the only living homunculologists of our time. Learn how to summon your own homunculus, an enigma wrapped in the fabric of reality itself, their power at your fingertips, their existence, your secret. Explore the mysteries of the Aristotelian, the spiritual, the Paracelsian, the Crowleyan homunculus, ancient knowledge lost to time, now unearthed in this forbidden tale. This comic book holds truths not meant for the light of day, knowledge that was buried, feared, and shunned. Are you ready to uncover the hidden, the paranoid American homunculus owner's manual, not for the faint of heart, available now from Paranoid American. Get your copy at tjojp.com or paranoidamerican.com today. I'm your host Juan. Hi Juan. And today we're probably going to talk about some shit. So, welcome to the first first time ever. You want me to you want me to call you by your by your government name, or you want me to call you by something else? I don't ever go by my government name. Fuck the government. So <laughs> HP Shovecraft. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, dude? Not much, man. How you doing? Just uh, drinking some fucking coffee. Yeah. I was gonna say HP Shuffcraft from the Strange Brew podcast, but not really type of shit. You know what I mean? It's like, do you have a pot? You told me you're gonna start one, no? <clears throat> yeah, I'm planning on starting one. It's just really hard getting everybody together uh, for the schedule days. It's like the same problem I have with getting a consistent D and D match together. Is it's like, oh, everybody commits and then just fucks off. So yeah, and that's the thing about Dungeons and Dragons that that it's hard enough. That's why I wanted to start my own podcast and do my own type of thing. Yeah. Versus with like a co-host. And if I have to, the reason I like having other people on, because I can do solo episodes, but mm-hmm. the the reason I like having people on so that you can bounce ideas off each other. You know what I mean? It's Oh, it's, for sure. It just makes the conversation, it embellishes the conversation a little bit versus mm-hmm. a one-sided monologue type of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it t- tends to engage more people when you have multiple people talking. Just I don't know if it's like the tonal differences and the voices or what have you, but I, at least for me, like I'd much rather listen to something where there are multiple people talking than one person rambling on. The exception being like um, I don't know if you ever listened to like Dan Carlin or Mythical Monsters yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, those are great, and it's only one person, but they're great. Uh, before we get deeper into, it, you want to share your social media with people uh, or anything? Yeah. You want to plug uh, my Twitch stream. I mean, I'm always you know goofing on that uh that's uh twitch.tv invader underscore daggett two g's two t's uh social media hp shovecraft on instagram that's about it right now i uh i don't know i opt for uh positive mental health and less fucking social media so let's yeah. see if it works yeah and you can follow me on social media at the horn one podcast on tiktok instagram youtube show some love on there and then obviously check out strange ones the show that i do with with Tom Thompson from the Strange Brew Podcast. All the links will be in the description. Uh, you can also stake your Cardano with us on Fight Pool. Uh, website's fightpool.io. And I think everybody should have some sort of exposure to cryptocurrency because, listen, this is all a simulation. It's all being run by the same people. And we're just plankton in the sea of whales. And I think if you can just ride any sort of wave that you can, fuck it, why not, right? Yeah, so, man, get into the fucking stream. Yeah, man. I, I did an episode, I told you, w- with Mandy Lopez, and she brought up this this idea that's been like bugging me as of late. I'm like, she said, 
are we we are the reptilians we are the negative energies that there's always the the yin and yang right mm -hmm. you have the good and the evil and when the when that comes together because as of lately there's been a lot of animosity and and i don't know if, if you've noticed time is different like literally time itself is i feel like time has been off lately slower or i don't know if it's like this darkness you know what i mean like the energy's off i don't know if you felt it um so like <clears throat> if you can elaborate a little further on that in what regard do you mean things have been different because i mean obviously yes 100 percent. but time is is little more than subjective as far as we're concerned i mean like anyone that's ever done hallucinogens or psychedelics of any sort could tell you that that you know in your head, a fucking five minutes can feel like five days, given the right set of circumstances. So, I mean, to say that time is is feels different, absolutely. Because if you think about it, we've been in in and out of lockdowns and shit for what two years now going on. So of it's course it's going to feel different. Just... Yeah, it, it it is, and that's that's what they've been doing from the start. And uh, it's like, oh well, we'll just get back to normal. It's like there is no going back to normal from this. Like this is what it is now, and you know compliance allows it to become that way i'm not i'm not at all devaluing anything because i mean i know you and tom have a slightly more hardcore beliefs on the subject than i do but you know i don't know dude it's it's like what we talked very about obviously right? in, that i brought up like what i had brought up yesterday yeah that you were like oh it's different i i personally think it would be different um i was actually gonna save that rant for today but i mean i don't know i'm so fucking tired of talking about this stupid ass virus and the vaccine and shit and it's just like yeah. it, it's all consuming at this point it's you know it shouldn't be because I, I feel like it goes deeper than just having some tinfoil hat on right and that's what i've been trying to like thinking about lately and trying to figure out what is the final objective because yeah it's money and I brought up the the point of, well, if they want money, when you're when you know you're in a video game, when you play Grand Theft Auto and you and you unlock the cheat code to get a bunch of money, that's all it is. You you just create more money, right? And you know you're in a video game, so you're gonna have a good time in that casino while you're in the video game, yeah. regardless of what the fuck happens to people around you. Exactly. Right? Yep. But the point is knowing that you're in some virtual reality, which 100%, I feel, I listen to a lot of Manly P. Hall. And when I say a lot, I'm talking about a lot. And I remember you sending me links to the uh, the lectures and what have you. Dude, when that guy talks, I pr and it sounds fucked up, but it's like he's possessed by something when he talks. Because homeboy would sit down in his little throne, right, his little chair, mm -hmm. and he would talk for hours on end with no notes, no stuttering, no nothing, just straight up just talk. Like right. if he's if he was able to tap into some sort of of broadcast, and it's almost like this trans-like state that he's in. Mm-hmm. And everything he's talking about, I, I just finished one up, The Dimensions Beyond Death, right? Where he talks about the Archons and he talks about, he, he refers to them as the governors. Because that's another name for the Archons. You know, yeah, Blavatsky. Sorry. Go right, ahead. that's a that's a Blavatsky thing, right? Well, no, Blavatsky called them the secret chiefs. So did Crowley. The Ascended so it, Masters. The Watchers, if you Yeah, the Ascended Masters, yes. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I actually wanted to bring up... Uh, uh, what what's the cook's name? Alistair Crowley. I, I was gonna ask you change my mind about him because I, I can't. just can't. I, I I can't get behind it, bro. I just so can't. what's your what's your what's your main beef with uh, Thelemic philosophy, stuff, bro? There, but that's the thing. There is no fucking kid stuff in Crowley shit. So all of that is is Christian propaganda, for lack of a better term. You think like so? The, chi the child's blood thing. You know that you know what child's blood is in a sexual magic working ritual. It's fluids from male and female genitalia. It's Yikes. just a mixture of male and female fluids because that is the life fluid. That is a child yeah. fluid. That is a creative fluid to make a kid. That's what they used, supposedly. 
obviously room for error. I'm I'm not part of the Abbey of Thalema. I've never been there. I don't know. But that's the way that I had heard it explained by many Thelemites. And whether or not they're just full of shit and protecting, you know, the, the estate of Crowley is, is one thing. But that can be said for anything. You know, all I know is that, like, it, it's crazy how things that have been being talked about for 40 plus years, if not longer, seem to have a way of, of just coming out and popping up now with, uh, with situations like that, where it's like, um, Oh God, I had a fucking example. I just totally spaced it. Oh God. Have you, have you looked into the, the, the ritual workings of Abram Allen? Have you read that? The, the Abram Allen ritual? Yeah. I would never fucking attempt that shit. I don't have the discipline for that. It was like a two-year ritual, right? I believe so. Something along those lines. Um, it, like each section of the ritual takes something like six months to complete, and um, it's that's the one that's supposed to put you in touch with your guardian angel. I believe that's the one that Crowley had allegedly fucked up. And if Crowley can't do it with all of his money and shit, I'm not gonna fucking try it. Well, I just find it so weird that he was doing that ritual and he bought that house on Loch Ness. And mm-hmm. what are the chances that there's a Loch Ness monster? Oh man, I love my cryptids. I hope you know what real. I mean. What are yeah. the chances that there's some Loch Ness monster and he was? Ju- it just so happens to be he had to buy a house facing a certain way at a certain degree at a certain time of the day. The sun had to shine through X Y Z, and then he fucks it up, doesn't finish it, and he it, it was around like the 40s, right? That he had, that he was he was working on it, or when was when was Roswell 48, right? Yeah, but so the Abermellon ritual and all that stuff was because Crowley died, I want to say, like in 45 or in like 52. He was not around very long. Um, he, he was doing most of the stuff that he was doing somewhere around World War II. Um, when the weird, like, but what I mean, what I'm getting is that that time was like a weird time in, in the world. We it's have, a very heavy theory that Crowley right? opened the portals that allowed the Greys through. If you've looked at the, oh, uh, the, the picture of Iowas or Lamb. It looks like a gray. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the the big headed alien. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's alien looking guy. That's supposedly the entity that he was in contact with. That's wild, right? But yeah. what are your thoughts on that? Because I've who, who was I listening to? I think it was uh, I think it was like this esoteric guy on on YouTube where he talks about demons and 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 there's a lot of dogma behind demons and and these entities because. We can't deny the fact that they give people powers, right? But it's about what you want to give up to be able to work with X, Y, Z. And that's a big thing behind the occult. I don't I don't fuck with it personally, but I know of people who have and it hasn't ended well for them. Right. Uh, how, I had, how, how, how I mentioned to you earlier, a conversation that we were having, I've met people to where they've told me like, hey, uh, don't look into that or or be careful because I've literally reached out to people who off themselves. Right. And, and mm-hmm. did they off themselves because of what, and, and it's always by hanging, you know what I mean? It's always by hanging. It's sending a message like, Hey, they killed themselves. Well, right. Did he really? Yep. He did. You know, and, and, and you see it in Hollywood all the time. But all these guys, what hanging themselves? Didn't the guy from from Lincoln Park as well hang himself too? Mm-hmm. He hung himself. Uh, Robin Williams hung himself. And Bourdain. Bourdain hung himself, and it's all got to do with again. There's something darker and sinister going on, and that's why I don't like Crowley because I feel that he contributed to that. Because just as you know, with the Gnostics, with the Knights Templar, with the Bogomils, with the Cathars, I feel that there's always one bad apple spoils the rest. So within that organization, you might have separate sects of organizations that break off of that, that branch off of that. Naturally. And some of those people will corrupt the ideas and just like the Gnostics. There were so many different sects of Gnostics. They all had their separate beliefs. Mm-hmm. And eventually they were all annihilated by the by the Catholic Church for reasons that I feel that they were on to something. They were on to the same idea of being able to achieve some sort of divinity through Gnosis, through sacred knowledge. Right. How you got that sacred knowledge, that's 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 the tricky part. There's all these rituals that the Gnostics had that they don't know of how they worked. 
and it all had to do with like language and and vowels had a lot to do with it too just as the kabbalah where mm -hmm. these sacred letters that created the universe uh, i brought up uh on, on an earlier episode where the aztecs they literally drew like they had a model of the universe these people were so in touch if anybody was in touch with aliens maybe it wasn't the egyptians maybe it was, it's south america in south america there's a lot of places down there where dude they i had a, a buddy of mine luke williamson on the podcast he talked about how they wouldn't let certain people i think it was by puma punko or some somewhere over there where they have all these gateways and these doors that lead to nowhere mm -hmm. and there were certain pyramids where they're like hey you can't go in there the locals oh why not well the ascended masters are sleeping in there wait what the fuck did you just say to me the yeah the ascend they're, they're are they dead are they mom no no they're, they're just they're in there they're, they're sleeping like what the fuck are they sleeping you know sleeping or are they like cthulhu sleeping you know not dead but dreaming that's exactly what that's what we get into like the yeah. there's a lot of a lot of ancient stories that we are for example in hindu cosmology we are the dream of of uh, what's the guy is it krishna or one, one of those uh i'm not as familiar on hindu lore as i should be honestly. but you know what i, I mean, know a little bit from like the Bhagavad gita and what have you but we're we're one of their dreams right the aboriginal right. people as well they talked about the dream time about how we're in this and i sent you that video the other day i'm like these npcs are glitching hard because <laughs> weird shit like that that you see like well, go on about your day sir you know, oh, the like, fucking cops, dude! That shit was just weird as hell. It was like, weird. You're right? free to go. You're fine. Go ahead. It's like that's that's on par with the uh, uh, the dude that got away from the cops by yelling Yahweh at the top of his lungs, and just Who started like, that? oh, there was YouTube that shit, man. There was some dude that was like getting arrested by the cops, and he just started like just screaming Yahweh, and then like got up and ran off. And I was like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck is going on here? Yeah. So, I don't know if the cops were just like, but I mean, that's, that's the thing with like religion and symbolism is it, it can be argued that it really only affects us on the level that we're predisposed to it affecting us. Because if you start yelling that shit around random people that have no idea what the fuck this stuff is, it's probably not going to affect them that way. But now we're tipping into like Carl Jung territory where it's like, is it just collective unconscious? Is it just deeply embedded symbols in us that mean something to us when we know what they are? You know, like like how how voodoo and magic is supposed to only work if you believe in it and what have you. And I think to a certain extent, that's very true, uh, whether or not it could influence you in other ways by just hidden symbols and what have you. Like many um, conspiracy theorists like to like to say where it's like, oh, the, the fucking Google Mail logo is a Masonic apron or fucking the Google Chrome the, logo is, you know, Google the what? eye of Horus. The, so the Google Mail icon, you know, the little white envelope with the red. Uh huh. Look at a Freemason apron next to it. Like, you know, the aprons that they wear in ceremony. Yeah. It, I mean, you could, you could make oh, the connection. Yeah, yeah. But how much of that is just matrixing? How much of that is our brains doing what human brains do and look for patterns and, and puts them there. And as uh, you know, as Robert Anton Wilson uh, said, what the thinker thinks the prover will prove. So if you go looking for something, it's the same thing that I was, you know, told as a kid where it's like, if you go looking for God, you'll find it. What it is you, will probably be whatever your mushrooms. Going. Five dried grams in silent darkness. As Terrence McKenna was take there. enough mushrooms, you'll meet God. Yeah, you got the two pillars, right? The two pillars. Mm -hmm. It's like the. It's got to do with what was that with the duality? You know, I haven't. I, I haven't actually had any Freemasons on the show that I know of, at least. Some closet Freemasons. I probably yeah maybe maybe I probably should get a Freemason on to talk about it because there's so many different ex again different sects of Masonry. Well, these believe this. These other believes this and this and that. Yeah. And in the end, you know, they say that the G is God. And it, I like that. What was that? Was that the guy from the satanic, the Satan, the Luciferian? You said Anton? Anton LaVey? That was the guy that said that if you look for God, you'll find him or whatever. You just no, said. no, no. That was just something that I was told in my youth. It wasn't, it wasn't LaVey. Oh. LaVey uh, was you know, allegedly a staunch atheist. That's the whole principle of Levian Satanism is there is no God. It's just, it's a hedonistic group for people to, you know, meet and share like-minded, you know, 
fellowship with one another, for lack of a better it's word. Fellowship a reading a more Christian. Yeah, it's a fucking book club for <laughs> hedonists, which I'm fine with. If you're not hurting anybody, I don't give a fuck. Do whatever you want, man. I don't give a shit. But like, yeah, but but then again, you get perverted with the uh, this this book that I've read, and I'm reading it again for the second time, an audio book, the 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 astral plane, its inhabitants, and the scenery, and okay. they talk about in that that where the reason that they target children is because their aura is different, right? We always talk about how everyone has an aura and an, an, an energetic field around them. And after before a certain age, we know that indoctrination sets in. And the reason that they target them for the adrenal comb and all that other bullshit is because they're un like who, who was the the prince that just died recently? Was it Harry or one of the he was like ninety something years old? It wasn't Andrew, was it? No, Andrew's still fucking kicking that pedo asshole. Um but yeah, who the fuck was it Philip? Prince Philip just died. Philip, yeah. Duke of that Edinburgh. Like, yeah. Dude, that guy was one hundred percent a reptile. You can't there, there is nothing you can tell me that these people are lizards. There is, there is nothing that you can tell me in the world that's going to change my fucking mind. They are lizards, and <laughs> look how far, dude. Look how far that dude went. How do you think they kept up? You, you know all the weird shit that they do behind closed doors and all. Of course. I was telling my fiance on all the 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 dollar bills and and all the currency, the the symbolism that's in it at the capital what is what is a what does a monolith have to do with with my my government you know what i mean what is well, the, the, the obelisk you're talking about the washington like, monument yeah the the the, the monolith yeah the, the obelisk i'm sorry yeah um what does that have to do with with you know what i mean the, the eye horse behind the the dollar bill what does that have to do with anything and then all this weird symbolism that they use the little hidden fun. owl up in the dollar bill corner. I'm sure you've seen that one. Um, you know what I tried to recreate is that uh, that famous unsolved mysteries picture of the uh, the dollar bill folded up to look like a gray on the back. And I uh, I fucked with like lighting and contrast and all that shit. And it's 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 you can make it, but it takes some alterations to do. Like it's 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 definitely a a close image, but it's not as oh, obvious as yeah. the internet makes it look like. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a lot of like light tricks you got to do with it, but I mean, you can make almost anything look like anything with the proper editing. So, I mean, I don't That's know. I, I mean, you'd see on DMT. Yeah, exactly. No, dude, I mean, America was very clearly and anyone that, you know, dives any deeper than surface level of history was, was founded by Freemasons and uh, thugs for lack of a better term. People that just basically told the British government, yeah, fucking suck my dick. You can come <laughs> over here and get the money. I'm not giving you a dime, bitch. And, yeah. you know, a bunch of, like, drug dealers and fucking gun runners. And it's like America was founded by badasses. What can I say? It's, and it's that's a beautiful why, thing. It, <clears throat> well, what's going on right now, it blows my mind that that the reason that we are this country, the reason that the, that the, that the you know, the American flag is what it is, because in 1776, they, they said that. They said, fuck you right, yeah. to the establishment. And we're not doing it anymore. And then the rest is history. Well, but, we've become a nation of over-pacified, you know, warmongers, for lack of a better term. Did exactly what Eisenhower told us not to do. And then you you mix in all of the fucking brainwashing and the MK Ultra shit. And, you know, just, just the, the desensitization and the brainwashing of the masses through media in general. Just when TV came about, like, you no longer had to get your public opinion or your, you know, information from a group of people that lived in a community. We're not communities anymore now. We're now just people that go online and barely pay attention to people that walk past them on the streets. So is, is that is that the next step in human evolution and human consciousness as a unified world? I mean, you could make the argument in, in one way that like that would be the natural progression of any civilized society that hopes to become a spacefaring group is that you, you're going to have to unite in some way, shape or form globally in order to make that a reality because everybody has to stop fighting over resources and all that other bullshit and just kind of focus on one task. But, but is that achievable without atrocity? That's, that's the main question that I have most of the time where it's like, what if say, say the Illuminati is real, say it's, it's doing what it's doing. What if it is quote unquote for the greater good? Is it better to let humanity devolve into a 
back into tribalists, you know, destroying each other for resources every five seconds? Or is it better to like take a standpoint and be like, no, we're going to grow out of our adolescence, whether it be through force, you know, or, or through freedom. It's, it's, uh, I don't know, man. It's, I think that's the, half the confusing part of it. But how chaotic would that be? Having some sort of unification, you know, you know what I'm trying to get at. Having like everybody being unified, how chaotic that would be. Like living in some perfect world. Hello, neighbor. Hi. Yeah. How we see in the, these dystopian movies and books. Right. You know. You know what I mean. Like like some the the shit that happens before Fallout and the games where everybody's yeah. like, ah, yes, welcome to the. <laughs> well that was afterwards. the 50s father knows best bullshit that was you know that that's a a myth of an era like because that's how t you remember that's how tv was supposed to be in the 50s and what have you it's like oh hi honey how you doing i'm back from the job oh sweetie i had dinner made and everything's fine that's not the fucking reality of the situation it's not how that decade was it was a dark decade it wasn't it was like right after world war ii and yeah massive everybody... civil unrest and yeah. just and, and and people were coming back for more, probably killing themselves because a lot of a lot of these vets they kill themselves. That's mm-hmm. dark, you know, because yeah. the, you get shoved to the side. You you serve your country, you do all this shit, and then that's what I never understood: how you can willingly go do that, and they just chew you up and spit you out. And you see all these vets with, I I feel mental mental health is just as important as physical health. And I if think that we've, so. de- yeah, we've demonized having some sort of mental issue because when your stomach hurts or your arm hurts or you get sick, what do you do? You go to a doctor. Mm-hmm. But if you're feeling mentally unstable for whatever reason, it's like, oh no, shit, you you know, you got a, you're fucked. You got you got dementia or you got schizophrenia or something like that. You're fucked, right? And I feel yeah. like that's the wrong way to go about it i've never personally really i mean i know of people who who have battled with mental issues but i mean i think we've all been there right everybody gets sad a little bit for for whatever reason yeah but sadness with a cause is not depression depression is sadness with no cause like like clinically that's what it is is that you're just Mm. you wake up and your brain's like nah fuck this and it's yeah. like everything else can be going right around you and everything can be, you know, smooth. And then you're just you're not OK. Um, I mean, I don't know. Mental health and mental illness is something that I'm I'm far more familiar with than I've ever wanted to be. It runs deeply in my family and there's many stories I can get into, but I'm not going to. Um, but the, the thing is, is we don't understand like you talk to most doctors and what have you. We don't really understand the way that the brain works. We don't understand what causes these things. And I think there's something to be said for the way that we live. And for some people are just, you're not able to be fulfilled working a job for somebody else just to pay your bills and get by on the days that you want. You know, there are some people that some people would call, you know, lazy. Cause they're like, Oh, you don't, you don't want to go to work, you know, cause nine to five, blah, blah, blah. It's like, but those people would probably be extremely happy if they had just a little piece of land for their own, that they could raise, you know, their food and be self-sufficient. Like, I think a lot of those people don't want, to be reliant upon, I got to go to the grocery store and I got to do this. I got to go do that. It's like, but at the same time, there's also a reason that we grew out of that. And it's, it's, can you, can you blame it exclusively on the industrial revolution? Partially, not exclusively. No, but I, 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 it's just, I don't know, man. There's, there's so much about humankind that is just baffling to me. Yeah. And I, I think that it's often, manipulated and used against us by people that hold power and uh you know i mean why, why wouldn't they they don't want to lose their power they don't want to lose the grip that they have on on civilization they want to increase that if anything because they don't view themselves as you know they they're those are the people that are in these super high level secret societies that are attempting to reach this godhead by any means necessary and it's you know that unfortunately causes atrocities of all kind it's not always going to look like you know work will set you free it's not always going to look like 1940s germany it's not always going to look like cambodia and shit like that it's gonna sometimes look like just a extreme brainwashing of the brainwashing of the masses and uh you know just turning people into nothing more than a consumer estate because it's like tom and i were talking about it's like what do we do in the west we consume that's what we're here for 
We're here to buy shit. We're here to buy all the shit and, you know, live as comfortably as possible. And the rest of the world fucking hates us for it. We don't manufacture shit anymore. No. And other than a fuckload of drugs. It's like that. Well, what drugs do we manufacture here other than obviously the one going around now? If you really think about it, what is it? A hundred percent of the insulin comes from overseas. There hasn't been an insulin factory here in the States since what, the nineties? Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, that's why that's why when all this went down, there was a shortage of insulin here in the States because we're being we're dependent on another country to. And again, correct me if I'm wrong on that. If you want to fucking send me an email, send me an email about that. Don't send me an email about how your God's real and how I'm wrong. and going to hell because I've gotten those emails. too. It's enough of that. Yeah, I've had enough of that shit. But. That is so. And, and what I was going to say was, I don't know if you listen to Suicide Boys, but w- one of their latest songs was, let me look it up here. It's, I think it's like materialism and uh, a means to an end or some shit like that. Let me see here. It goes, uh, one of their songs is materialism as a means to an end. Yeah. And that's so true, right? Because at the end of the day, I know somebody, I know of somebody who decided to like sell their house and, and turn a school bus into a house and just live on yeah. some land. Me personally, I can't live the minimalist lifestyle. And there's two reasons for that. One, I like buying shit. Two, I work hard to buy shit. You know what I mean? I work every single day. And hey, there's nothing, there's nothing in any sort of book because how you were talking about, we're, we're programmed to think of the American dream as some sort of, some sort of attainable thing. Mm hmm. When in reality, what is the American dream? What what has that become? What? Live your life in debt always and just always be at the, uh, you know, under the foot of some, some, some system, which is essentially what this is, right? Right. Uh, but be, because at the end of the day, it's all, it all comes down to, you know, in, in the beginning of the Matrix, when Neo opens up that book. It's Simulacra and Simulation by John. I like to call him Ball Driller, but that's not how you say it. It's some French philosopher. I don't know how to say it, dude. I never learned how to say it. I just know the shit. As far as I'm concerned, it's Ball Driller from now on. <laughs> yeah, some shit. I don't know. Ball, ball Driller, right? <laughs> so what he talks about Simulacra and Simulation, where we're, we're giving these empty symbols value. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, a dollar... What does it really symbolize? What it's is an empty it? symbol? It's it's a debt note, is what it was originally created to be. It was because you, we had to have something that made more sense than the barter system, because the barter system is great until you you know put it on a mass scale and you're like, well, how many coconuts is this cow worth? It's like, but how do you judge what those coconuts are worth? How long did it take you to grow those and to cultivate those? How long did it take you to grow and cultivate that cow? It's like, but this gives you more shit, and this is only this thing. And it's like, yeah. it doesn't work on the same level. Hence the reason we created currency, you know? And I, I think there's there's definitely something to be said for what we have done with the Federal Reserve, which is, you know, oh, the gold standard's gone. Fuck it. You can print whatever the hell you want. Just continue yeah. to make debt notes. In the 70s, yeah they, they, yeah. they they went out with that. But it's, you know who you know who created the original system of here, take this note and go over there, and you can cash it out in gold uh, or whatever it is. Babylon, wasn't it? Are you t- are you talking the Templar? They created the first yeah. banking, which is the you know yeah. going in between. Um, we will take your gold here, and we will mm-hmm. take it from a cash when we get to the Jerusalem, and you will be able to take your money out. And this is the note that says how much money you have, because people were getting robbed every fucking time they were going <laughs> to the Holy Land. You know, it's like yeah, the so- Templars were more or less the first uh, security guards. And the way they it's say that idea sprouted is the is the most ludicrous thing to me that they that it came from when they were worshiping Baphomet. You have the there's an, an ancient Egyptian uh, theory or idea that if you have the head of a prophet, it can prophesize to mm-hmm. you. And that's what they 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 said that they had the head of John the Baptist, and that that was that was Baphomet, the one that was because. John the Baptist was always portrayed as like this wild man, right? From the wild and 
And you always have that idea. Like, what did I tell you when you posted something about the Epic of Gilgamesh? The wild man Enkidu, right? He's like this yeah. this, this Bigfoot kind of guy that's that's just hairy and he wants to tame the 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 whatever the other guy's name. So many stories. Uh, oh, he was so yeah. Gilgamesh basically sent out yeah. a uh, a prostitute to tame him and to civilize him because he wanted you know his him to be a friend and an ally because he's the only person that ever like kind of almost whooped Gilgamesh's ass. Yeah, and um, <laughs> you know, I, but I've always taken that as the um as kind of the story of how we went from being just a bloodthirsty group of you know tribalistic pseudo fucking hominid or not pseudo hominid pseudo um fucks the word for apes the scientific word whatever uh, regardless regardless um you know, yeah the, the taming of mankind into civilization is what i was trying to yeah. say um I, i've always taken that as an allegory more for that versus you know Mm. I don't know, or maybe the dualistic side of humans where yeah. we still have that primal animalistic rage about us and you know that that whole like because the rage and the hedonism kind of go hand in hand because if you're just you know living an animalistic lifestyle that rage is going to save your life sometimes because you know you, you're going to get attacked by a leopard you're going to get attacked by some beast that's much bigger than you and you need to tap into that like don't think just act you know and at the same time on the other hand you'll just be lounging in a field when you're you're not hungry, you're not in danger. You're just hanging out, and things are just coming nearby and checking you out and shit. And I don't know. yeah, it's like <clears throat> they say that that the type of sapien that we are eventually won against the Neanderthals and the Denisovans and all these other mm-hmm. uh, branches of Homo sapiens, I guess, because we invented language. We right. were able to communicate that much more efficiently. And if you're able to, that's like being in some Call of Duty lobby where everybody has a mic and they're all talking versus some other lobby where nobody has a mic. They don't know what the fuck's going on. It's the same thing. And essentially, we were able to uh, kill them all off and genocide, right? That's that's almost because they talk about monkeys being in like some sort of stone age because they're using tools and all mm-hmm. this shit. Do you subscribe to that? The, 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 the you know, Darwinism where. We came from like this. What do they call it? The the some uh, the puddle. What the hell are they call primordial? The primordial, and... yeah, the prim- primordial pool. Because that wouldn't make sense. Because if you notice, all animals were bigger back then, and then everything got smaller. But then we went from smaller to bigger. Like that makes no sense. That's why we have the Anunnaki theory, and you have the the. The mushroom, uh, Terrence McKenna's mushroom theory, the where, stone ape theory, yeah, the stone ape theory where they're eating. And I had Tom Hatzis on my show, and he talked about that that theory would make sense, except it's placed in the wrong era. It's pla- mm-hmm. you need to place it in like the this other. I, for, I forgot what he said, but check out that episode. It's uh, psychedelia in, in religion, where he said take that idea and put it in some other era, and that that would make sense because of the art. Because everything always, the, you know, the the paintings of the bee man, mm-hmm. where it was like all this colorful shit. And Terrence McKenna says that that was what expanded our brain. I like to think of the Anunnaki. They came and they genetically altered us and they made our brain bigger. And we're some sort of slave race, which we still are today. And we were used to mine gold for hundreds of thousands of years. For their shit. That sounds a lot fucking cooler than... I- I mean, yeah, for sure. The, the ancient alien theory has got to give you a certain... Okay, so here's the biggest thing that I find with the evolution versus so whatever creation myth you want to go with. Evolution presents the world as an uncaring, unfeeling, chaotic organism. It's like, it just, whatever happens, fucking happens. And I, I've noticed that a lot of people have a very, very hard time even dealing with that. Because so many people, especially us in Western society, whether you're brought up religious or you're brought up with those doting parents that are like, you're special and everything that you do is special. And there's a purpose for you and you're going to figure it all out someday. That's going to create a certain psychological mindset, you know, where you're like, Oh, okay, well, no, there has to be a point to this. And, and a lot of us do go uh, you know, around our whole lives looking for that point and seeking that point. And I, I think there is a certain amount of wisdom and comfort and embracing the chaos and being like, man, if there isn't much meaning to anything other than what we put on it, then let's try and put a good meaning on things. Let's try and, you know, do 
things that are for the betterment of all of us and not be exclusively selfish, like, like separating the animalistic from the divine, for lack of a better term. The divine being the, okay, I'm not thinking of just myself and my needs and my hierarchy. I'm thinking of other people around me and the long-term ripple effects of what I'm doing. I think that is oh, what separates yeah. us on the most part from animals or on the biggest part, I should say. Um, and uh, that's, that's my biggest beef with, cause when I was younger, I was raised in the church, like heavily in the church between like Baptists and Pentecostals. And I fucking hated it. I hated every moment of it. So naturally, what do you do? You fucking gravitate towards Satanism, you know, Levian Satanism where I'm like, wow, this guy has a lot of solid points, but then you reach a point in life where you've lived enough and you've experienced enough that you understand that that level of selfishness, while it is helpful in certain points, is ultimately destructive, in my opinion. And that's why I don't subscribe yeah. to that. And why I think a lot of the, you know, the the Thelemic ideas and Crowley shit where I'm like, no, I get that you're like, I appreciate what he did by taking magic out of the hands of a select group of elite people. Because regardless of, of, of Thelema and, and those highly ritualistic left-hand path magic things, he gave us chaos magic, more or less. Basically being like, fuck you, do it yourself. He was a DIY magician that spent <laughs> his entire fortune on just decadence. So say what you want about the guy. Yeah, he's a fucking scumbag. Nobody like nobody holds this man up to like, oh, wow, look at Messiah. This man was so selfless and pure. It's like, fuck, no, he wasn't. He was getting ripped and getting railed in the desert constantly. Yeah. You know, but... I think there was a certain power in taking the embrace of the chaos and being like, you know what? I'm going to attach meaning to this. I'm going to find what I need to find for the purpose of my existence. And, and, and for me, it's a, you know, how can I, how can I live in a way that it's, it's just harmonious with things. And I, I think that is, that is the wisdom in that side of things versus the religious side of things, which is like, no, this is how it is. These are the guidelines that you adhere to. And if you don't, you know, some fucking angry father figure is going to spank you and say, stop it. That's bad. Now go burn forever. I, I hate yeah. it. I can't stand it. And I think it turns off a lot of people who otherwise would agree with many portions of, you know, that message. That's why that's what I love about Gnosticism, because it's almost just that the big fuck you to the to the the the. Not the corporations, but the institutions, because that's what that's that's what it all is at the end of the day, right? It's all how much control can we have? How can we monetize this? When they come out with a new product, they're like, "Well, that's a great idea, but how can we, uh, you know, the lizards licking their eyeballs and shit? How can we make some money off of it? What's the what's the evil guy in The Simpsons? What's his name? Mister Burns. Mister Burns. And then you see it, dude. You see it in real life when who was it? When Jeff Bezos launched into space on some big dick. <laughs> like who came up with that design? They're like, well, fucking looks good to me. But I feel <laughs> that, that you know that they say that the the obelisks in Egypt they're they're all symbolic for what horses dick, right? The, yeah. the fa- right the dick and the and the and the and the, and the womb that they're fucking Mother Earth. And I feel like that's what these guys are doing. They're symbolically all these phallic symbols and and, and and all these things that they're using. They're symbolic for other things. That's why I tell symbols are the language of the soul. And what they do nowadays, mimetic occultism, where they use propaganda to talk to people on a spiritual level. That's why you see so much anger. Well, you're a Democrat. Well, I'm a fucking Republican and fuck you because you you voted for Biden and I voted for Trump. And all. You, you see that because they they're speaking to people on such a much on a much deeper level. And people fall in love with these symbols and these these politics. They worship these politicians. They worship these these head figures, which is completely wrong. And that's why I love Plato's The Republic. I if we could just do what he said in there, if we could just, hey, you're going to be a servant, a public servant. You're going to be a public servant 100%, motherfucker. You're not yeah. going to have any kids. You're not going to have any land. You're not going to have any money. You're not going to have shit. You're going to be a public servant. And your whole job is going to be to serve society. And that's it. Because do t- explain to me how when a president gets out of office, he's instantly worth 50, 100 million out of nowhere. A motherfucker was making $400,000 a year and was a senator before that. Well, I mean, you, you get, you know, your your lucrative 
appearance fees. You get all of your book deals. You get all that shit. You have your your presidential library you get to do. Um, are they going to give Trump a presidential library? Because that'll be really curious. I wonder if it's just going to be coloring books. Um, <laughs> Probably. fucking. I like making the green cat. Nobody yeah. draws cats like I do. It's the greenest um, cat you've ever seen, you know? So it's a shade of green I invented. I made it out of money. Did you know that in Disney they use a shade of I think it's green actually to like block out. They invented their own shade of I think it's either green or blue to okay. where you don't notice that it's there but it's there and they use it for like maintenance buildings and different things that they don't want people to really focus on. They paint whatever it is. So they have a storage room or or like this light post or something that they don't want people to really focus on. They paint it and it's almost like we can't see it because either uh, it's got something to do with with with, you know, the mentality like, you know, Christmas is white and red and all these different colors that they use for these different things. And and, and it again, it talks to people. It's it's mm-hmm. the weirdest shit. But again, you're dealing with motherfuckers that that can that that can transcend dimensions and speak to people on they can speak to people without saying any words which is the 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 craziest part right if you take propaganda and you really break it down uh and that's all it is really because i say don't defund the police defund the media because the media has become uh, the, the the you know the the people the 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 what do they call it the judge the executioner and you know you know what I'm talking about the mm-hmm. the jury they become all that and before anything happens they just show one angle of it and that's what gets reactions and that's what people lock into and before anybody goes to trial there is no innocent until proven guilty if you did some fucked up shit then you deserve to go to jail but we have to follow the this is there's a reason why the system is here now the yeah, system absolutely. has its flaws. <clears throat> But you you know what I'm getting at like it, it it's I I feel it's fucked the system is fucked the media is the court of public opinion um and thankfully uh, the justice system does not yet operate on the court of public opinion for for better or for worse on that because there are a lot of guilty people that get off because they have enough money for you know proper lawyers and shit and that's not right but at the same time you know it's also not right the sheer amount of innocent people that are incarcerated in this fucking corporate prison system that we have. And it, I, that goes back into the whole, you know, we're consumers because that's slave labor. You you now have it, you know boxes upon boxes of people that are fucking working for pennies on the dollar. And you're like, well, I'm feeding you and you've got a roof over your head. It's like, yeah, you're also getting fucking raped in the shower every five minutes and have to worry about getting stabbed by somebody because you looked at them the fucking wrong way. It's, it's like it's it the, the U.S. Is, is a monstrous fucking abhorrent apparition at this point. And it's we're in desperate need of reform in more areas than you can even fucking talk about. But anytime you bring it up and it's the post 9-11 world that we're in, anytime you bring up anything where it's like, yeah, we should probably change this. It's like, no, you're on American. And this, you know, we've, we've changed from that now, but it's gone to the other extreme where we had, you know, in, in early 2000s, it was just like, oh, you're unpatriotic because you're questioning shit. It's like, what did Thomas Jefferson say? Dissent is the highest form of patriotism. If you can't look at your government and be like, ah, that's fucked. We're not doing that. Then it's not a government for you. They're not looking out for your interest. They're looking out for whoever's fucking paying their interests. And that's how it's been, again, since fucking Eisenhower left. That, that famous speech that he gave warning us of becoming a nation of war profiteers and the military-industrial complex. And, and what did we do? We fucking went hard in Vietnam. Because as soon as they popped Kennedy, you know, Johnson was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to double down on this shit. And his wife, you know, his wife was like the main stockholder of um the the company that that shit out the most helicopters and bombs and all that shit so they got fucking just filthy rich on it and and we became a nation of war profiteers forever looking for our next forever war that's like when we left afghanistan left afghanistan you know this most recent time the whole time i'm just waiting i'm like okay when's when's the other foot gonna drop you know when's the other shoe gonna fall we're not leaving we just need a reason to stay and and, and and in addition to that it's like what's this the distraction from like every major news event that goes on now, I simply view it as what's this a distraction from? And personally, I yeah. think that's what COVID is. I, I think mm-hmm. it's, it's just another thing of like, okay, we were starting to unify a little bit, break them apart again. Just fucking throw the divisions in there because what science, any sort of where you're coming out with something that's, yeah, you know, basis in science and in, in modern science is going to be contradictory to a lot of people with religious ideologies. And, you know, it, it's, I'd say it's, it's, 
the division's pretty apparent in this country and it's been perpetuated and made worse by the internet because everybody fucking voices their opinion about everything every five seconds, which is funny. That's what we're doing right now, but um, <laughs> the irony is not lost. Having healthy conversations, though. Like we should be conversing. Don't, don't, don't uh, see eye to eye on certain things, but right. we can talk about it. You know, As you should. Not, well, you know what, bro? Fuck you because you like <laughs> Aleister Crowley and I don't. You know, I don't like you know Aleister I mean? like, Crowley. <laughs> I'm fucking like, I just, I find him interesting. I don't think he's a good dude. Much well, as like Tom for wearing Aleister Crowley shirts. Fuck that you, was Tom. hilarious. I love there it. I said that. So, <clears throat> oh, I was gonna bring something else up. I feel like this conversation has gone really well, um, as far as everything that we've talked about. And <clears throat> at the end of the day, it's what people like Alan Watts, right? Where he talks about this, this, there, there, I think, I think it was him. I was listening to that, that everybody's always in a rush to get to the next thing, to get mm-hmm. to the future, to, you know, preparing for the future. There is no future. There's only the eternal. Now we're living yes. in this now moment. And I feel like people nowadays with social media and all this this neuro-linguistic programming that's going on in society they're all just so worked up and so focused on their little phones and bullshit they're not here all the way you know what i mean like they're not all there 100 percent of the time they're like in this other realm like when you take mushrooms you're in another dimension you know what i mean for sure you're you're you're, you're, you're in some world where and how you said when we talked about mental health earlier it makes me wonder that because we know a lot of the, these natural medicine, they, they actually they work. That's how people people forgot that people survived back then, right? Through mm-hmm. the means of the the world gives you what you need. It's not cause, oh hundred percent. We're focused on this materialistic. How you're talking about consumerism and 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 consume 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 and and buy a bunch of shit and work and dedicate what. 50 hours or 40 hours of your week to this place that that doesn't at the end of the day you're just working for some sort of symbol because we take money and and all these other things as like some symbol of of i don't know it's pride or or what it is it's like this weird that when you really sit down and you think about it and you break it down it's fucking pointless bro but not enough people have woken up to that idea yet because since the very beginning, we're we're told to to work. Like, like nowadays, it's work. Be away from your family for X amount of hours a day, and and do what you know. What I mean, like wake up the next day and do the shit over. I call it the cycle mm-hmm. where you just fucking wake up and you do it over and over and over again, and it sucks, right? But if we mm-hmm. all come together as a collective, because ever since this this whole thing started. These companies, they've only made the, the richer have gotten rich and the poor have a lot of people are trying to milk the system nowadays, right? What is it like? Oh, file for unemployment, just live off the unemployment. Right. But at the but at the end of the day, we're printing so much money, it's just fucking everybody. We at the end of the day, what pissed me off about the whole elections is that people thought it was different this time around. Well, guess what? If they raise the taxes on the rich and all these corporations and all that shit, what are they going to do in, ter- in return? They're going to put the prices up of shit. And guess who buys, you dumbass? Who's the consumer? You. Right. Right? They're making the shit that you consume. That's why they're rich to begin with. So at the end of the day, it's all going to be passed down to you eventually. Mm-hmm. So you did nothing. You just... It was it was like a loophole. Like, oh, we're going to tax the rich. Yeah, fuck the rich. We're going to tax them. Well, here, let's... Let's put the prices of everything up because everything's going to cost more. And guess who's going to have to pay for it at the end of the day? Oh, boo-hoo. You again, dumbass. You know what I mean? <clears throat> See, I think that's that's one of the, the rallying cries of tax reform like that is it's not that we want the rich to pay more taxes. It's we want them to pay their fucking fair share because the rich don't pay their fair share of taxes. No. Because if you have a good enough accountant... You can write off they fucking anything. System, bro. You can hide your money anywhere you want. And as long as it's not on U.S. soil and it's in a non-taxable area, you're fine. You can do that. And that's what they all do. Because, again, why the fuck wouldn't you? What, what is, it, is it no bro, bro. continue? Like, here, here's my biggest thing, too. And it's like, pay my taxes. I have no fucking choice. I am a, a you know, uh, 
not to use not to use a communist word, but I'm a proletariat, you know, I'm a fucking I'm a schlub. So it's like I have no choice but to pay my taxes or they'll kick in my fucking door and garnish all of my wages, you know, using hyperbole here, but you get what I mean. Um, but like, oh, the fuck was the point I was on? No, oh, the Tax, system, the system. Yeah. So, but the rich taxation. don't do that. They don't have to. No, because they made the system. That's the whole thing, bro. If the you system know works you're for them, a, yeah. If you know you're in a game, you're going to play the game because you know it. But a lot of these people, they're living. And I'm not saying you're in a game that everything you do here doesn't matter because then you you have those people where they're like extremists. Like, oh, well, then none of this fucking matters. Look at Mark Zuckerberg. His salary is $1. But they play the system. He got stock options, bonuses, and all this other shit from the company. And he's still a multi-billionaire. But they know how to play the system. And they have resources that uh, uh, that all of us don't have. Well, who was who the person that said eat the rich? Who was that? I think that's just a common like nomenclature. <laughs> just eat the rich. I remember the point that I was going to make, though. It's like, so being of the, the ideology that, you know, you or I or Tom has, if we were that rich, would you want your tax dollars going to the fucking black military budget? You know, all of the fucking the, the forever wars and all the little ops that we do throughout the world. I wouldn't want my fucking money to go into that. I don't like my taxes going to that shit to begin with. That's the largest area that your taxes go into is the, the military industrial complex budget and what have you. So I, I respect people that find ways around tax loopholes and shit. But at the same time, it should be something that everyone should be able to do if it's like that. But that's not how the system's set up. That's not how it's going to work because they need that fucking they need the blood of, of us to you know continue to feed their bullshit <laughs> for to use symbolic terms. All I can think of is, is, is the one guy on TurboTax trying to file his taxes and like, fuck these guys. I'm putting here 100% deductible. And then they, yeah. he gets, boom, 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 open up, IRS. Oh, fuck. You know, he gets caught. <laughs> More people are terrified of the IRS than they are of like the DEA and the FBI. Because most people will never encounter the DEA or the FBI. Any one of us can get fucked by the IRS at any given point in time. And there's nothing you can do other than bite your lip and bend over when they come to fuck you. Yeah, because they'll add, and trust me, I've been there. They'll, they'll ask you for shit that they know you probably can't come up with. Mm -hmm. And it's so convenient. Like, oh, we'll come up with this. Like, oh, uh, and yeah. So, again, I, I feel that I think that the whole thing, the whole thing goes back to when Epstein started and when Prince Harry or what Andrew, what, yeah. what, 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 when he got caught up all up in it, you know what I mean? When they start interviewing him, like asking like, oh, well, why, why were you hanging out with him so much? That's when all this shit popped off, bro. Mm -hmm. That's when all the shit hit the fan and they shut the world down. And I think that mommy called in a favor and whoops, sprinkle a little bit of bat on this guy's fucking soup and uh, and call her a day. And the rest is history, right? It's Imagine so how confusing is going to be this section of history for these kids and, and these upcoming generations that are going to be learning about this shit like wait a minute you have what you have people going around canceling whole movements because why oh because they got offended about what they what they were talking about whatever happened to sticks and stones may break my bones but wars will never hurt me is that not a thing anymore is whatever happened to while i may disagree with your opinion i will defend to the death your right to say it what happened to that that I was say bring duels an incredibly back, common phrase when I was a kid. You know, people you would be like, I disagree with you, me? but you have you have every right to say what you're thinking, but I think you're an idiot, you know, and it's like, okay, good. Yeah. That's how we should be. It should be like, you know, you don't like like uh like the, the you know the opinion that it's like, how do you how do you end harmful ideologies? You give them a platform, you allow them to speak, and then the majority of people are gonna look at it and be like, You're you're a fucking idiot. What are you talking about? Yeah, but there's gonna be a majority that are gonna agree with it too, you know unfortunately yes that's also very true um Yikes. but that's that's somebody that is is you know charismatic charismatic has a team of people around them that that help manipulate public opinion and public fears you know what, what does that sound like yeah we we, we, <laughs> we truly are we're in a, we're in a corporate oligarchic almost fascist state we're not in a fascist state yet here in the states because there's still more shit that has to get broken down before they can actually pull it off yeah but you think Amazon's going to be the the umbrella corp or 
I don't know, man. Amazon, Walmart. I don't even. I honestly, I'm sure it's not going to be any of those. I'm sure it's going to be some fucking shadowy conglomerate that comes out later. I don't think any of the things that we see now are what are are, are the boogeymen that we are we are trying to find. I think the boogeyman is always hidden and always yeah. pops out you know, when you don't expect it and comes from an area that you're not going to like fucking Corona, a food Ooh. market in China. Blow me. That's not <laughs> where it fucking came from. I'm sorry. And everyone, you know, when you talk, we're talking about the, the, the origin and the lab theory and what have you back when Trump was in office, everyone was like, you're a fucking Trump or blah, 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 blah. And now it's like, Oh no, that's just, you know, we're posting it on the, on the news. Now you fucking we've, we've served our agenda. We've removed the people that we want removed. And, you know, now we can we can we can let it fly a little bit. And everyone's just kind of like, oh, yeah, I guess. Well, it's new information that's come to light. It's like, no, it's not. It's old information that was known back then that, you know, every 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 single one of your friends online was like, nah, if you if you think this, you're kind of an asshole and people shouldn't talk to you. And yeah, Yeah. exactly. I mean, QAnon's fucking retarded. That's not even over there. I think that. Yeah, I think that is that is pretty stupid. So (laughs) Trump's getting reinstated. Blow me. I say bring back duels if you got some fucking beef with me write me an email and we'll fucking settle this out in the field i'll break out the the old single shot uh musket and and uh or fuck it we can go you know gladiator style just just battle it with 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 axes and and maces and and swords how badass would that be Class. right let's do rapiers let's just do fencing that's the duel <laughs> You know that, or I'm also on board with the one-shot fucking pistols because you're not gonna die. It's gonna hurt like a motherfucker, but we can get that lead out of you now. We have modern medicine. It's fine. Yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe watch what you say. Maybe don't step on my sneakers in line, motherfucker. I think the <laughs> next presidential election should be just a, a a worldwide broadcasted duel between the two candidates, or or get all the candidates and round them up and just throw them in some some battle royale arena, and the serve the one who you know to the death, and the one who wins. Will run the the biggest world. Well, I don't even know we're the biggest power in the world anymore. I think China is is bigger than us. China's uh, getting there. I th- I think right now we still just because of our military we have sway. But once we lose the military that we have, we're we're not even playing second fiddle anymore. I mean, if you look into like a lot of the other stuff, like with the the whole like new world order and everybody, who's who's the one country that's been kind of like yeah, fuck all of this. Russia. <laughs> Russia doesn't play this shit. Putin doesn't play this shit. You know? Like, like... He... <laughs> he does not fuck around with that shit. And I mean, the man, you know, regardless of, of the, the, the shortcomings the man has, you know, and a lot of the horrible laws that are in Russia and what have you, but... Is that almost been... like a... Com- is, is that almost like a communist? Because he didn't no. he put a, a law in that he that he's going to be the president until he dies? Yeah. So that's almost dictator, dic, dictatorial, I think is the word. Like a dictator. Um, not communist. No, not not at all. Um, China's definitely fucking communist as shit. But even then, they're not Trotskyists. They're not Leninists. They're not even Stalinists. They're fucking like this weird amalgamation of just power hungry madmen that they are. It's not. It's not an ideology. It's not fucking communism. It's not socialism. It's not. You know. The means of power have been seized by the state, but the state belongs to all. That's what that shit's mm. supposed to fucking be, but it's not because it doesn't work that way. Because once somebody gets power, they're like, "I'm not letting you have this. This is mine. Yeah. Fuck you. Take it." Yeah, exactly. What is that one saying? Uh, power corrupts absolutely, and abs- or power corrupts and absolute no, uh, power corrupts absolutely. Come and take it. What's that one fucking show? Let's see. Molen lobby. Don't you have a patch of that on your backpack? I saw exactly. That. That's why. It's, that's why it's fucked up that I don't know about it. So, <laughs> so my dad has it tattooed on his fucking arm. It's ridiculous. We'll end it there, dude. This was a good conversation, and I'd like to have you back on again just to to bullshit some more. Definitely. And... Maybe next time we can do Nicolas Cage like we set out to do today. Oh but shit! I feel I like I'm a little for... off my game today. <laughs> I completely forgot about that. We literally just jumped in on this, and I at my latest episodes, dude. Since I came back from my yeah. hiatus, have been straight up whatever comes to mind don't even rehearse no nothing it's raw and i like that but i don't because sometimes there's no structure to things and Mm -hmm. i'm a very structured guy that i like to have uh, you know a set topic and that's why i don't like doing live streams i told you because you got number one you got to walk on eggshells because you got to appease the tech overlords and if i say some fucked up shit on this i can just edit out later versus live 
you said that shit and yeah. people heard it if they were listening and it's just not a good look but yeah i'll definitely have you back on again dude i really enjoy this conversation and one more time your socials so people can look you up and follow you on instagram or wherever else oh yeah so uh hp shovecraft on instagram uh invader daggett or invader underscore daggett at twitch um just streamed some dead by daylight last night we normally do some uh some bloodthirsty thursdays where uh, me and some friends just get drunk and play fucking dead by daylight it's a real good time um awesome, dude. i'm also you know on strange brew podcast quite a bit lately uh more episodes to come on that as well so tune in there and uh, yeah Juan, this was a really good time dude yeah <laughs> I, I really want to get a fucking rant episode where the three of us are just sitting together though that would be uh that'd be a good That'd time be horrible dude don't say that we're all gonna talk <laughs> over each other it's just gonna be incomprehensible yeah i do know but for sure man i'll have you back on soon and and we'll go at it again maybe we'll do a nicholas cage themed episode once i get my cutout should be here soon and space poster yeah yeah and yeah i got that one too so as always everyone take care and until next time hell yeah later